Hello, and welcome to The Staffing Show, the only podcast that delivers tools, tips, and tactics from the staffing and recruiting industry's top executives and thought leaders. So we are here at Bullhorn Engage with Jonathan Eldridge, Executive Vice President of Experience for Brooksource. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for chatting with me today. So you've been in a leadership role at Brooksource for almost 20 years now. And what does it take from your perspective to scale a staffing firm? First, it takes people. You have to have the right people. You have to be able to take risks. If you can't take risks, you can't, you're not going to be able to grow or, grow or scale out a staffing company the right way. So I think the first thing the owners found the right people. And then they found people that would do anything to grow the business. So mm-hmm. that meant moving to a new market and being the first office manager and growing a business from scratch, we had to have people that were fearless to do that. So luckily we, I guess I was fearless enough to, to try it and it worked very well for me, but you have to have people that believe in the process or you can't really scale anything. Mm. And then I think the secondary thing is you have to have very good relationships. So we started in Indianapolis and some of those relationships carried us to the other markets that we opened and those other markets relationships then carried to the next market. So it's really a it's like a growing tree of, mm-hmm. of operations, all based around relationships that we build our clients. And so people in the staffing industry often talk about relationship building and the fact that it's a people company, but that sort of, it can become jargony kind of. Sure. So we don't even know what people are talking about when they're talking about that. And you, I've heard you talk a lot about transparency and relationship building, and it seems like you think really deeply about what it actually means yes, to build yeah. relationships. Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, I just think that everybody, now looking at this conference, there's so many companies out there that are offering customer experience platforms. If you think about the automotive industry, they've been in the UI UX space for over a decade. Mm -hmm. So we're late to the game in this industry, period. So it's one thing to talk about it and say you're going to do it. It's another thing to actually invest you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in a tool that can bring the client closer to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So if, if you can show investment, and then actually show it's just, it's actually just you got to follow up on you on what, on what you promise, mm-hmm. and it's not transactional. And unfortunately, in this industry, there's a lot of there's been a lot of transactions that have been very money driven. Mm-hmm. And I I'm a firm believer that the way to grow this organization or this industry the right way is to have people that truly want to treat people in the employment industry the right way and ethically. So mm-hmm. everybody should be treated with respect. Um, you should have transparency with your clients. You should let them in that way you're doing. Let them behind what you call the curtain, right? It's mm-hmm. not Oz anymore. You have to let them know what's going on. A lot of times I tell everybody in my staff, a client never knows what happens when you hang the phone up. Mm-hmm. They have no idea. They think you just find a resume out of thin air. There's a lot of process that goes into that. So let's explain the process. Let's let them behind the curtain to show them what we're doing. Because otherwise they just think we're grabbing a resume and sending it to them. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst thing you can do in this industry. And you know, and another thing that I will mention that I think everybody should take note of is that no one should be talking about revenues at a client services type convention like this, right? This is about an experience. If you start talking about revenues in the services industries, no one's going to want to use you because you're all about the revenues. Mm-hmm. You have to be about the memorable experience that you've provided that consultant or that client. Mm. So you talked a little bit about letting customers into the process, letting your talent into the process. What are some other ways that you really think about and build a genuine connecting customer experience. So part of what we have instilled since the day I started was that we, you know, and everything's a pay stub, everything's got direct deposit, but we have thousands of pay stubs. Mm-hmm. And we demand that those pay stubs be delivered every Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. 
because um, we pay weekly. So it's one thing to say, welcome to your engagement, and you see them at the end of it. No, we are literally there every single week, shaking their hand, asking them how they're, how they're doing, saying hi to the manager, being present, I think is so important. So it's part of our mandate. It's part of my mandate to our organization that we never stop doing that. So live check or a cut check already in the mail, it does not matter. You have to hand deliver. And so it's a lot of, you build integrity that way. So I actually had a lot of businesses that I broke on the East coast because people saw me thanking my consultants every week and they called me because they just wanted to know more about it. And they kicked out vendors because they weren't doing that. And they used, started using me. So it's all about, in my opinion, it's just about being a good person. I mean, you open, you open the door for people, right? I mean, right. this is, people forget like, yes, you can make money. You can have a career doing this. But if you only think about the money part of it, you're never going to have a career doing this. Yeah. You'll build up an, unfortunately, a negative reputation, in my opinion. Mm. It's become such a transactional industry yeah. in a lot of ways, um, which is ironic given that it is, it runs on people. Mm. And that's a really beautiful example of like keeping humanity into something. <laughs> you know, like it's really important for me. I have two kids at home, right? Mm-hmm. And, they, and I have to travel a ton. And what they can't understand what I do, but I can tell them that my job is to help people find work. And my job is to help people that find people work do it the right way. Mm. So it's they can conceptualize that. So in a way, I'm kind of, I hope I'm making my, my kids proud because they're, I'm showing all these other people that are coming out of school only the right way to do it. You know, you cut a corner, you can't work here. Yeah. You know, you have to commit to doing it the right way. And that's everything in life. You know, this your professional relationship is like your home relationships. You have to work at it. Mm-hmm. It's not just given to you. Mm-hmm. So I hope people carry that context when they're trying to build new clients and customers. This episode of The Staffing Show is brought to you by Staffing Referrals, the only recruiter referral platform designed specifically for staffing firms. If you're like most staffing firms, you're probably not using a digital referral platform, which means you're missing up to 60% of your potential referral placements. That's where Staffing Referrals comes in. Their recruiter referral platform helps you capture more referrals by transforming your candidates and contractors into digital brand ambassadors. Why do staffing firms love staffing referrals? You'll instantly get a referral program like the ones used by Lyft, Uber, and Airbnb. Your recruiters get their very own brand ambassador program, and your company will get more referral leads than ever before. I think you should check it out. If you'd like to get more referral leads for your recruiters, check out their 90-day pilot. They're giving Staffing Show listeners $500 off their first 90 days. To claim your $500 discount, visit staffingreferrals.com forward slash hub. I think you'll love it. I mean, we're here at this conference, which is focused a lot around technology. Like, I think technology can either be used to boost relationships or be used to cut the kind of corners that make people a little bit less human in Mm -hmm. these interactions. So how do you help your team use technology in a way that keeps the heart at the center of what you do? Well, luckily with these new tools that you have, you can take in a consultant engagement from the first phone call to the last paycheck you deliver and making sure every single time they're engaged, they're happy, they're an endorser. Mm-hmm. They want to tell five more people about the fact that they got a hand-delivered paycheck, pay stub mm-hmm. every Friday. So actions mm-hmm. draw people. Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, you don't need to make a phone call in this industry. A lot of times what you do is the phone call. 
and they will end up just, they'll reach out to you. You will find promoters. Mm-hmm. It's just, you have to really commit to being transparent. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very transparent person. I'm not saying it was like that. There are people that are very process driven with sales. I was never that way. I was, I would tell my life story. I would let them in. I'd build trust. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, by the way, I'm committed to building this company. So please, you know, if you have a shot, I'd love to take it because mm-hmm. I'm putting everything on the line. And then I found endorsers. Yeah. yeah. It's actually very simple to do if you yeah. get down to it. And it's simple enough to explain to your kids even. But like to get to the place where you realize that that's all you have to do is just be a real human. It's, it's if you think about If you yeah. think about, so I, I actually gave a, a speech um, in front of our sales class, our sales uh, convention. And I brought up Domino's Pizza. Great pizza. But the app is amazing. Mm. I mean, you can see when your pizza gets put in the oven. That for a person buying, that put me behind the curtain. Mm. That put me in the sh- And literally, I gave the speech and everybody was downloading. I should have, Domino should have paid me. I mean, everybody downloaded that app and they started ordering like, this is really cool. So it's not just staffing or buying. It's everything that we do. Mm-hmm. Realizing, why do we go to Domino's? I like the app. It makes me feel like I'm part of the process. Mm-hmm. I know when they're at my front door. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just... Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things that if you just use your real life experiences and apply that to what we're doing in this industry, that we can really shed some light on, on positive growth and not just money growth. Yeah. And in that instance, you're more okay with your pizza being late, being like Absolutely. half hour late. 100%. And now we're late if you can see it every step of the way. Yep. And that it seems like you'll prevent a lot of really angry talent. If when I open my door, I can know that Mike is delivering my pizza and I can say, <laughs> right. hey Mike, how you doing? Happy yeah. Friday. Here's your tip. And away yeah, you yeah. it just makes a difference. It, again, if it, all it is is taking the curtain. There's no curtain. There's no wall mm-hmm. now. And I think if we have to, I'm trying to look for partners while I'm here too. Presidents and leaders of organizations that, that I can tell really want to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if we're the biggest, I, I certainly know we're not the smallest, but gosh, anybody that wants to try to make this industry more proud to be a part of, mm-hmm. I want to associate with. Yeah. So it's a really powerful week for me. That's interesting. And thinking about how, because the industry is changing a lot, like a lot of industries are, but I think staffing does have a pretty strong contingent that uh, maybe it's behind the times a little. Yes. What do you think the industry needs to do to sort of keep up with the times and keep a pace of this kind of change? That's a great question. I mean, obviously you have to be at very big fans. Um, that's very important, but I do think that we have to change. So take the Domino's app. So while I was giving that speech, it kind of came to me on the stage. I said, that's an amazing app. I can see the pizza being made. Now, what about if a client could see that resource come in their way? Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, ooh. And I think it's like we have to be to the point where like Generation Zs, they want to know they're part of a team. They want to know their numbers. They want specifics. It's not about necessarily their money. It's about being part of the plan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... When you're building this out, if we can let managers and clients into the entire process, they can see on their app that their resume is coming at four o'clock tomorrow. And that resume has been vetted several times over. Again, it, it will create an endorser for that manager to tell their manager on a Friday night, hey, you know who I use? I use Brooksource. Why? Well, because I see everything they do. Mm. There's no curtain anymore. Mm. And I think that is revolutionary. If you think about the automotive industry, the manufacturing industry, there's robots running warehouses. Now, again, we don't want data to overtake this industry. It can't. A handshake will always solve the, or make the deal happen, right? Mm-hmm. Always push the deal forward. So the art of the human element can never be taken out. But you can use technology to enhance the human element, to enhance mm-hmm. that buying 
decision making or the consultants, you know, their experience with us as well. I mean, ultimately, the consultant engagement is even bigger than the client. Gosh, you're putting people to work. And if they don't want to work with you again, they'll tell 100 people never to call you. Mm-hmm. They might tell three or four to call you. Mm-hmm. So it's, gosh, you got to write a letter. You got to say thank you. You got to shake hands. You got to know if they have an emergency, you're there to help them. They are part of your family. And if you realize they're not just there to keep the lights on, they are part of your culture, then you have, we have 5,000 raving fans. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. That's my dream. (laughs) It's going to take probably the rest of my life, but that's my dream is to have those, all those people understanding that when we make mistakes, don't bash us. Mm -hmm. We're ethical. We're trying to make sure you're taken care of. Let's work together on solving the problem. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's, Yeah. Every staffing firm stumbles. How do you handle those mistakes or yeah. those like ruptures in the relationship? I just actually had a pretty significant situation that I jumped into that I saw needed to be fixed. And frankly, it was just communication and teaching. And I was so tired of maybe some people having ruffled feathers in the field, calling and having a negative conversation with somebody at headquarters but somebody at headquarters don't understand that they just don't understand what's going on. So they end up yelling at one another and no one wins. Mm-hmm. The client's not winning. The consultant's certainly not winning. And you two are fighting. Okay. So if I brought everybody together and I made it mandatory. Like no one's pointing a finger. I don't want any voices raised. Mm. I want resolution. I don't care who made a problem. I don't know. Who, I don't even care who, the, why it started. I just want it to not happen again. Clients don't want repetition of mistakes. They don't care about mistake. Yeah. It's repetition. So let's stop yelling and let's grow up and handle this professionally and then tell the client we did it because the client needs to know there's an issue. Mm -hmm. So you can actually use some of your problems to help grow your brand by Mm -hmm. letting them in and letting them know, you know what, there was an issue. We caught it. Mm -hmm. So hopefully you're still enjoying this buying purchasing. And with that's, us, what's you know? tran- that's what transparency is. Not yeah. just showing what you're doing awesomely. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's actually quite different. It's yeah. actually using your faults to help grow your vision. Because again, I can look visionary, but if we don't fix some of our problems systemically, you can't grow your vision. You have mm-hmm. to fix your wounds first, triage it, and then you can move on. This episode of The Staffing Show is brought to you by Text Us. You might remember TextUs for their conversational text messaging software that helps recruiters communicate faster with candidates. Since launching four years ago, TextUs has become the largest provider of text messaging to the staffing industry. In fact, over 500 staffing firms choose TextUs, more than any other texting software on the market. Why are they so popular? Because getting a hold of the top talent is more difficult than ever. That's where TextUs comes in. Their real-time communication platform helps your recruiters cut through the noise and get a response. If you want to increase recruiter productivity, you should check out TextUs. You can claim your staffing show exclusive free 30-day pilot by visiting textus.com forward slash hub. Just go to textus.com forward slash hub to claim your pilot and start recruiting in real time. So maybe this is related, but um, we're here at Bullhorn. Mm-hmm. You've been to some some panels. How's the conference going for you? Well, it just it seems like it just kicked off. Mm-hmm. Um, just had my first uh, sit down or uh, breakout, and it was good. I mean, the, the dialogue is great. You know, I was at Dreamforce, so that mm-hmm. is you know it's 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 like a city on wheels, mm-hmm. right? So it's a little bit different. Every and every one of them's uh, a little bit different. For me, I need to learn more technology. Okay, I can talk people and I can talk process and relationships on 
blue in the face. Mm-hmm. I need to dive into how, you know, it's like everybody drinks the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Well, coming here, I get to figure out how the Kool-Aid's made. Mm-hmm. And that's very important for me as an executive to realize, number one, I'm not strength. My strength isn't technology. It's people building. Mm-hmm. It's that part of it. And that's what made me very good. And I'll be the first to raise my hand to say I need to learn more on the back end. So that's why I'm here trying to figure out how the Kool-Aid's made. Oh, that's awesome. We're starting, Staffing Hub is starting a conference, Staffing Hub Live, and because of the connection we made here, you'll be speaking at that conference too. Really excited. (laughs) Yeah. Really excited. We're pretty geeked out. Can you give us a little sneak peek at at, uh, what you'll be talking about at the conference? Well, I mean, honestly, it's it's, it's a lot of what we've already talked about. It's, It's just... No one, you know, I'm not letting anybody in on no secret of treating others like you want to be treated. I mean, honestly, it's very simple. <laughs> news, news break. News break. Oh my gosh, breaking news. <laughs> yeah. You can actually open doors for people and they might say thank you and they might remember you. So I honestly, I do think that I am a firm believer that raving fans, so you have to have an organization. So you look at people that work at Google or Starbucks, they love working there. Mm-hmm. It is a brand. They're proud to wake up and put that shirt on and go to work. Mm-hmm. We don't have that in the staffing industry. Mm -hmm. We need pride in putting the shirt on. Mm -hmm. So in order for companies to grow or partnerships to form, you have to have raving fans that love what they sell. So one of the things I've realized in my 20 years of doing this is that managers and clients can know, they can sense and can smell when you don't believe in what you're selling. Mm -hmm. If you believe in what you sell, you're actually telling them a story, giving them that experience for, for them to want to use you and then they turn into an endorser. So it's literally, I'm, I guess maybe I'm letting people in on something like common sense. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's just the basic principles. This is a people business. It's not transactional. But I think so often the common sense thing or the very foundation of everything is overlooked because people get excited about the next shiny object or the promise of certain kinds of automation or, or any myriad things. You lose sight of what is most important. And that is the things that might be easy to say, but they're not easy to implement and they're not easy for a lot of firms to keep no, in they're the not. center. So here's here's a piece of it that I've added to everything that I do. And I've been preaching this for a number of years in our organization. And it's so simple. But yes, there's all kinds of automated uh, tools for figuring out if people are happy with what they do. There's also the simple technique of asking, are you happy? Mm-hmm. If you go on a client meeting or you have somebody that's worked at did this engagement suffice what you were looking for? And we do it. We get the surveys everywhere else. But when you're in front of the person, you have to ask the question. Yeah. In front of your consultant. Are you happy? You've worked with other agencies. Do you feel like we've actually let you in a little bit more? We'd like to know. We just forget to ask. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we ask in every other part of our, of our life. We just forget to do it with our job. Mm-hmm. And it's a lost art. That all you have to do is ask a question. Right. And they'll look at you and go, wow. Well, you know what? I really like what you said about workforce transformation, but I'm not, I'm not really clear about this one part of your process. Well, let's go to lunch in two weeks and talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just, again, it's just a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's how to choreograph a dance. Sorry. I, no, I, no, I no, use a lot of analogies. I like it. I like it. And what's on the horizon? For you guys? There's a lot on the horizon. We're, we're looking at other verticals. Either, obviously, I'm from Detroit, so I would love to get auto, uh, automotive mm-hmm. going. We've got some very good relationships in the industry, so I think that would come next. And perhaps looking international, we started, and there was, you know, I think I'm maybe the fifth person to start an organization, and it was a dream to get to a million dollars, you know, and we're trying to build a billion dollar culture. And I do believe that, you know, with the right people behind the wheels, we will get there, but it won't be on numbers. It'll be on memories. 
And I think that that's what I kind of want everybody to know, but maybe I don't want everybody to know that, you know, <laughs> it's a secret sauce. Maybe that is the secret yeah, sauce. But yeah, but I, I honestly, I do think that another thing that's on the horizon, it's very simplistic. We have a, a lot of consultants that work for us, several thousand. Yet we want to advance what we're doing without asking the very people working for us what they would want to see. So letting the consultant base into our decision making again builds raving fans. This is again, it's very simple stuff. <laughs> Even with clients, what do you want to see from us? How can we change? Mm-hmm. Let's not be in the 1990s. Let's be in the 2020s. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that I'll probably be speaking on that mm-hmm. a lot. You know, again, it's just common sense. There's a ton of data and there's a ton of tools. But if you can't shake a hand, if you can't make the handshake memorable, you're never going to make it. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more in September. I can't wait. Thank you. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks for listening to The Staffing Show. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter at staffinghub.com to never miss an episode. Until next time.